Named after the mechanism that separates the sweet wort from the spent grain, False Bottom Girls features two beer experts filtering through the brewing industry to guide listeners through the wonderful, yet sometimes confusing, world of beer. Hi, my name is Rachel Hudson. I'm the co-owner and head brewer of Pilot Brewing in Charlotte, North Carolina, and also Advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair, the executive director of the North American Craft Maltsters Guild and also an Advanced Cicerone. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, welcome to the newest episode of False Bottom Girls. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And today... We are going to strap on our job helmets and push ourselves down in the job cannon and blast ourselves off to job land where jobs grow in jobbies. (laughs) We're going to talk about how to uh, enter into the beer industry for those of you who are looking for a way to get into the beer industry because, you know, you might have a degree in one thing but decided that you hate doing it and maybe you love beer. And, you know, I get a lot of that. I get a lot of people asking, like, how do I get into this industry? Right. And it's like, I don't really know that much. I do, I know that I love it. Right. I'm like, yeah, well, th- it, everyone starts with that, with a passion. Right. You know, I mean, that's just the natural progression of finding what you love to do. But, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways, like, to get into the beer industry. For me, you know, what we talked about in our first episode was as I was a server, and then right. I became a bartender, and this was all at, all, all at a big beer bar. So a lot of people do start in the restaurant industry. Um, and there's, you know, multiple ways from, um, entering the brewery side to the distributor side to even event coordination. I mean, um, you know, I think a lot of times you get, um, there's this misconceived notion that it's just like kind of maybe all fun right? and, and not that much work, but like you know, I think one request I get for pilot brewing is, can I just get a part-time job? You know, I get off work at my other job at 530. It could be there by six. I'd love to work, you know, just behind the bar, slinging some beers. I'm like, it's just not that easy yeah. to like, <laughs> I don't want to put that much effort into an employee who just wants to sling some beers behind the bar because it's fun. Exactly. For four and, hours. and I think about that with, <clears throat> with your, you know, your full-time job, uh, just going in, if somebody came into, you know, your bank branch and was like, hey, <laughs> kids are in school from 9 a.m. to 1, so I just want to come in and sling cash around uh, <laughs> just part-time, that, that, that isn't always just, going to be the right I'm just really interested in how the bank works, <laughs> so I just really thought maybe I could, hang, you know, spend a couple hours, or even, you know, almost worse, I just love to volunteer. I just love to like hang out and, and just, you know, help like clean a tank. I'm like, that is not helpful. No, no. it's dangerous. <laughs> and also value your time, everybody. He, don't work for free. Yeah. Well, no matter that, what you and, do. Like I value my time and I don't want to sit there and have to train somebody. Right. You know, to clean my tanks. because right. you don't, that seems like a huge liability risk for you <laughs> yeah. guys. And it's even stuff like that. Just as simple as like, oh, I just, I just want to be around, ask questions. It's like. No, that's cool. highly annoying. <laughs> that sounds like that's <laughs> going to make my day much more efficient. Do you think, uh, can I just come down to your job and sit in your cubicle? Right. Ask that? what button this does. That? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get that we have this cool, sexy industry, if you will. It's fun. It's beer. It's creative. It's ever-changing. It's new. It's complicated. It's something that's not quite you know, as understood as a lot of other topics, it's growing. 
Right. And it's fun. I mean, for yeah. most people, if you're not in the brewing industry, drinking beer is what you do for fun. So yeah. they think if you're sure. working in beer, that must be fun. And it yeah. is. It's fun a lot of times, but it's mostly cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> and and exactly. a lot of hard work. And it's like any other yeah. job. It's like 10% fun. it's just like as a consumer when you're sitting at the brewery at the bar you just see all that 10 percent fun right that's just like what you're living in right what you guys don't see is when we go out from behind the bar and rachel threatens us no and says you get out there and you smile you talk about beer we're gonna talk about this later (laughs) (laughs) don't don't man I'm just like, whatever, don't fuck up. And then I'll leave. <laughs> I but, got stuff you know, to do. Like this. <laughs> like I'm here right now. If you're, if you're listening to this and you have done some of these things or all of these things or have thought that this might be a good way to get into the industry, that's exactly why we're talking about it. Because these, these are all fairly common things that happen. And it doesn't mean that you aren't passionate. And particularly if you're looking for part-time or you want to learn more that you know you and especially if you have a full-time job you have a family you have a lot of commitments you don't really know how like what what can I do to get involved exactly because I can't just leave my full-time job you can't do everything but there are jobs out there there are like I pilot's not the best example of uh you know part-time we have one we have two right part-time you know one including you but um it's not like our norm but there are other bigger breweries that do get like a really high volume. They need barbacks. Uh, there's huge breweries that need truck drivers. There's big breweries that need packaging line. Like people to those entry level jobs. Like you can get into a brewery's packaging line by being the guy who puts the pack tax on the cans and packs right. it on a pallet. And you know that might be your job, but you're in. And you know when I worked at Left Hand, they had um, dock guys. Their job was to okay. Um, so we, the, the big, the dock was right next to the brew house and the packaging hall. The packaging hall would make a bunch, you know, they would be going very fast. And so these pallets would be created quickly of beer. The cooler, which was of a separate building was across the street. So their job was to get all the, um, pallets onto the truck. Um, and then while that was doing, get like the grain down for the brewers and, you know, and keep the dock clean and, you know, a, anything else that might come along with it. And that was their job. And that's a good entry level job. So there are jobs out there, even, you know, bar side and back of the house side, um, in the restaurant industry, whether it's a brewery or, or cidery or winery or a beer bar, you know, there's a lot of different options and there's, a lot of places opening and the jobs are going to be needed. Right. And these part-time jobs can turn into uh, full-time jobs or entry-level jobs can turn into not entry-level jobs. Right, right. You know, most breweries I've been with are very big about high, uh, promoting within. Yeah, and I think that's great. And it's usually cheaper and mm-hmm. a more long-term solution for the brewery. You want people who understand your brewery, you know, who, who, you know, are going to be a good worker who you don't have to break any bad habits, which that's not to say that you definitely can't get into the industry and learn the way that different employers like things done. I mean, of course we all do that, Yeah. but promoting from within, if, you know, if I, if I was talking to any kind of company who said, Oh no, we don't promote from within. 
we only hire from outside. That would be I, a huge red flag. That, yeah, that would be very would be strange huge. to me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and be. I would not want to work for a company like that. I mean, when I walk into any job, I'm immediately like, how do I get to be the boss? Yeah. Even like even yeah. coming in, you know, one of my very first jobs was part-time sales associate in a clothing store in the mall. And it was, you know, I was 18, but I was looking at what the assistant managers and the managers were doing and Hey, teach me that. Hey, yeah. what are you doing? And, you know, always looking to be able to go to the next step. Yep. Yeah, I d- can definitely uh, identify with that. Right. Actually, Rachel, I keep meaning to tell you, I'm the new <laughs> co-owner of, of Pilot now. <laughs> be the whole reason, like, w- like the top, <laughs> one of the top reasons why I even opened this brewery is so I could not deal with anyone else as a boss. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely So tired of having bosses. Right, right. And I have to imagine that that's, um, in a lot of ways, extremely rewarding, but also extremely yeah extremely hard at the end of the day always worth it good because i'm <laughs> man i just I, now I, you're I, the man i think yeah <laughs> just like being the, the woman better than having a man or a woman but anyway so you know there's a ton of different ways yeah I, we do touch base a little bit well we touch base a lot on cicerone and previous episodes but you know studying you know just understanding even what the cicerone program is actually Mm -hmm. really honestly if like if someone comes in here to pilot wants a job they don't know what cicerone is like that's like okay you don't know what a lot of about beer is and that's a lot of work for me so i mean just doing a little bit of knowledge researching the brewery Oh my gosh. How about taking a little bit of a just a Google research? Just right. a real quick on your way, right before you walk in the front door, like, oh right. yeah, I just I was read about you guys online. I mean anything. I've yeah. I've definitely had you can tell when you have interviews. Like you always start out, Oh, have you ever been here before? Oh no. Nope. It's my first time, you know, or like you're like, Cool. Well, welcome. Um Did you literally just move here a week ago? Yeah. Cause if not, yeah. like, okay. I can understand I mean, give me something. Uh, you know what? I've been like, so I've been meaning to, I read about you all online. You know, I've had a lot going on. I haven't you been know. in here yet, but yeah. here's the information I have about your brewery that makes me interested in a job. Yeah. Something. Right. Give me something. <laughs> Not like, no. Next question. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Rachel and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording that it's, super easy now to do research like you can find probably an uncomfortable level of detail about anybody online if you can't they're a murderer don't (laughs) run away but (laughs) you know you can go to the brewery's facebook their instagram their twitter their website you can see who the the team is and you can see what kind of products they're producing. Exactly. This it's, isn't the banking world. This isn't like where everything is the same. You know, every right. brewery is different. Right. It's so different. So you do need to know like a little bit about them. At least you should, you know, when you walk in and trying to become a part of that team. Right. You know, if you do a quick search on our website, you'll see we have six employees, not even, you know, including us. So it's like, Obviously, they're tight knit. They don't have a lot going on, you know. Well, but that's just job hunting one hundred and one, really. It is, but it's amazing, and we have talked about this a lot. And we'll we'll talk a little bit more about just some advice we have for people. But 
I mean, guys, apparently we got to go back to, you know, like Rachel said, job 101. And yeah. it doesn't matter that it's a brewery. You're still applying for a job. You still need to be professional. Yeah, this isn't like the time to just, oh, let me send them a quick Facebook message. Or it's, I get Facebook and Instagram messages all the time. Are you guys hiring? You know, I'd love to, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, no, no, no. Go to the website, find our info, find right. our contacts, send your cover letter and your resume. Make, even if we are hiring or not, if you want to apply, make me want to read it. Like, I've had, you know, Razia, who is one of our brew tenders who just left to move back to Miami. It's all very sad. It's very sad. <laughs> it's very sad. But Razia's cover letter and a resume was amazing. She's like, hey, I've never been a brewer. I've never worked at a brewery. I've never even served beer. <laughs> like, all right. I don't even know what beer is. We're <laughs> off to a great start. I'm kidding. She's like, but I homebrew. I love beer. I have been working in this marketing agency forever. Mm-hmm. And like this whole life has all been about marketing, advertising. And I'm just I'm sick of it. I want to go. I want to change. And I want to brew beer. I want to do what I'm passionate about. And she was the best. I mean, no offense. <laughs> But one of the best decisions I, I made uh, for hiring. And you know what? I almost offered her only part-time because I was going to offer someone else full-time. And yeah. he could not do full-time. He could only do part-time. So because of that, oh, my God, she's going to hear this. Uh, sorry, Razia. It's true. <laughs> but I love you, and I'm glad that's not the way it worked out. But right. uh, But that's... And and we had talked about this a few minutes ago. You know, if you can navigate to a business's Instagram profile, yeah. then you can navigate to <laughs> their website. Yeah. And you can first, you can see if they have a section for jobs or careers or if they say anything about it. Not all of them do, but you can also find, even if it's the info at Pilot Brewing. I don't know if that's actually an email address that exists for Pilot. It is, actually. Info at pilotbrewing.us. There you go. Not com. You, know, you, you can do that to reach out. Social mm-hmm. media is not, it doesn't matter that it's a brewery or a beer job. Social media is not the place to reach out. I think the when I had applied for my job with the Guild, I had messaged them on Facebook to find out who to address the cover letter to. Sure. And that was only because I went to the website. They didn't have any, they didn't have any employees at the time. So it was just a list of board members. Sure. And I just went to the page and said, hi, I'm interested in still, still very professional and said, hi, I'm interested in applying for the job. When yeah. you have a moment, will you please let me know to whom I should address yeah, the if cover you, letter? If you need a piece of information that you can't find anywhere else, totally accept. It's not like you're like, Hey, what's up? Hiring. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. And it's, you know, something like that is an yeah. acceptable use because uh, I've, I've been, a, you know, somebody who's hired, interviewed and hired people before. And if you're doing what we've all been told we should be doing, finding out who the cover letter should be addressed to, you know, when the deadline is, all of that stuff, then that's fine. People, I, and those I can't are good imagine signs. somebody on social media, yes, exactly, are going to care. If anything, yeah. it puts you on their radar as, hey, here's a real go-getter who understands how getting a yeah. job works. Yep. You know, beer, uh, basic 101 skills about applying for a job. It's all very important. Right. You know, because right. this is not, you wouldn't go, hey, NASA, <laughs> 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 just let me shoot them a quick Instagram. Right. Hey, Wells Fargo, their DMs. Um, what are the, uh, sale, what are the uh, salary yeah. requirements so I don't waste my time? Yeah. Oh, got that one. <laughs> True story. Did get that one. That was uh, pretty impressive. 
he was all like, I've applied to so many brewery jobs. And then when we get to the interview process and we asked about the pay and then they're always so, you know, it's not enough pay. And I'm like, so, you know, yeah, so, you know. Right. That it's not a lot of pay. Right, so, exactly. So that's why are you asking? To the brewing industry. <laughs> like, um, yeah. That's so you not. already know. So how many job interviews do you need to go through before you've decided, you probably just didn't get hired, but before you decided you didn't want that job because of the pay. It's like, come on, man. Right. And just as a disclaimer for anybody who listen, who's listening who didn't already know, um, the brewing industry is not like the financial industry or <laughs> no. or anything like you're n- there are very very few people who are making what like six figures yeah i mean know? i don't make i make zero literally <laughs> like i swear to god i don't have like i made actually i bartended the other night so i get to keep the cash tips when i do that <laughs> Wait, if it's just me if it's just me i would never right. take anything from a, right. a brew tender and i made 12 dollars, and hey. it was really exciting nice i think i still have like eight in my purse <laughs> no i'm serious <laughs> but it's and, it, and i don't mean to say that you can't make a good living no you can't in the beer industry because you can but you need to temper your expectations and if you're you know when i i came to the beer and brewing industry from the legal industry and i was still i mean just as a newsflash for everyone, anybody who's graduated law school in the last like 10, 15 years is <laughs> making no money. And all of the money they're making is going to like Fed Loan and Navient. So they're making more in the beer industry. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was a comparable, it was a bit of a pay cut for me. But that is something that you need to be aware of. If you're making $110,000, and you say you want to get in the brewing industry and you have no experience and you say, well, I, I, you know, I've looked at my expenses and I have to make at least 70000 Like, that's not going to happen. That. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Anywhere. So it's, it is important. And that's, I'm glad that Rachel had brought up the guy asking about the low pay because it is important to know that going in. And, yeah. um, and finding those entry-level jobs, you know, breaking into the industry, like, there are a lot of fun parts about it. Like, it is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. like you think it is. Like, festivals and, you know, beer classes, educational events, you know, all the conferences, like, the you know, the beer. I like to call it beer camp. Right. So you get to go see all your friends. Right. All your beer friends. Right. Yeah, but, I would say um, – so we've talked about this in our origin stories, but Rachel and I kind of came to our respective positions from different ways. And uh, like she had said, she had started out as behind the bar at a, at a bigger beer bar and then got involved with the brewery and it, it kind of went from there. And, you know, for me, I was making a lateral move into an industry I wanted to be in. And it was really challenging uh, because if you looked at my resume, I have... It, it doesn't look like I had anything applicable to the brewing industry. So one of the biggest things that I suggest people do, and this really works for any lateral move into a new industry, sure. yeah. is just switching your resume from a chronological resume to a skills-based ba- resume, Yeah, um, which also allows you then to pull in volunteer work you've done, Um, And so, you know, what mine, for example, I had applied for a job, I made a skills-based resume, and they had broken the job description out into three main categories, which made it really easy for me because then I broke out my skills into 
marketing and sales, or I think it was marketing and event planning, administrative, and could go through the job description and each bullet point, write an example of what it is that I've done, I have in my skill set that applies to that. Even if I hadn't done event planning for, you know, a beer bar, Mm -hmm. I had still done event planning. I had served on the board to help organize a festival. Yeah. And I broke that out and did, you know, like a set number of bullet points per. So let's say like less than 10. And then at the end just included, here's like, here's my most recent employment and here's my education. Mm -hmm. Um, Just so that way they had a a little bit more idea of, okay, yes, like she is employable. She has has, has a job. And when I did that, that was actually the first job I had had done that for because it was the first beer industry job I had applied for. And when I went in for the interview, he said, I can tell that you made this resume just for me. Oh, and and that's what you should be doing. And he said, this, that already tells me a lot about, yeah. the kind of prospective candidate you are for this yeah. job because he said people will just and I've done it you just you've got your same resume and like nobody likes writing resumes yeah. and especially not cover letters and you just like have your form that you send out and people can tell mm-hmm. when it's a form um so I think you know looking to structure your your resume as skills based is a great way and like I said I I recently had a friend who was leaving, she had been a paralegal for several years. And that was really most of what she had done throughout her professional career. And she said, I don't really want to work as a paralegal, but what else can I do? And we we talked about it. I said, you know, a lot of what you do is project management. Mm -hmm. You have somebody who comes in, the client, you figure out what their needs are, you figure out when the deadlines are, you identify all of the people who are, you know, stakeholders in this, and you're the one who manages everybody and makes sure that they're all meeting these little goals so you can get yeah. to the end Wedding goal. planner. Right. Boom, just like that. Yes, yeah. See, God, but yeah, you know, think, think about, <laughs> don't paint yourself into a box and think yeah, that exactly. I only do this or, you know, I, I worked in the legal field so I can only do legal stuff. Yeah. No, when you, when you change the way that you're looking at your skill set, you'll find that you, you are qualified. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like, well... I don't, I've never worked at a brewery. I've never, I've never brewed beer. I've never, you know, okay, but like, do you, have you had a lot of marketing or advertising background? Like, like a lot of customer service. Mm -hmm. Like, have you dealt with people a lot? Are you good with people? Right. Do you, you know, can you, there are different ways, like apply your skills, like you're saying. Right. Like, oh, I really like, you know, your example was perfect. You know, it's just. I'm really detailed. I'm really good in this area. This company needs something like that. You know, it doesn't have to be like very, like only beer related. Right. And mine had very little beer related in it. But one important thing, knowing that I wanted to be in the beer industry, one of the most important things I started doing was getting involved. Yeah. Volunteering. Exactly. I would volunteer to pour at festivals. I would, this was back when I lived in Illinois, so uh, when the Brewers Guild was having an event and needed volunteers, I volunteered for that. I was part of their enthusiast club, so like North Carolina Brewers Guild has their pint hounds, and I went to those events. And And just meeting people is a big part of that, too. It's a huge part, because, you know, we all move in the same circles, Mm -hmm. and since I was a home brewer, I was also involved in my home brewing club, and... 
doing that, I was able to develop some of these skills that I was seeing out in the market that I didn't have. For yeah. instance, I had for a year I was VP of social for our homebrew club. And so I was organizing pint nights, which included communicating with breweries and getting things scheduled and getting people yeah. signed up and then actually being there to keep it organized. And, you know, when I did communications, I was in charge of our social media. I was in charge of the website. Yeah. And so that gave me all of these skills that I could then say, hey, I no, I don't have a degree in marketing, but I, I have done all of this within yeah. the beer industry. And uh, and then all these people who are know each other are now getting to know you. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, Jen, this. Yeah. Oh, I, I met her. Oh, yeah, she's great. You know, and then. Exactly. So it, it, it makes a lot, big difference. You got to put yourself out there. You got to make yourself known. Um, it you got to figure out what you want to do exactly, right. which and side of it you want to be what's on. What's really funny about that is I actually, one of the first things I wrote down when I got here to make notes about what I wanted to talk about is write down the job description for the job you want. Yeah. And figure out, take the time to think through and actually put on paper this is, you know, I want to be able to plan events. I want to be able to do beer education. And I had done that uh, right before I joined the guild. And so when I saw that job, it was kind of like doing a side by side and yeah. okay, check, check, check these, yeah. this covers all of these spaces that I wanted to do and have been developing my skill set to do. And doing that also makes it easier to not just apply for all the jobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I've definitely, I know what it's like. And you to don't want to take a new job and yeah. you're like, you're just like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to apply for everything because yeah. I cannot stay here. But you don't want to just take a job that you're not happy with. Like it's exactly. one thing to take like entry level step up job, but like right. take a position that you really don't want to do. It's not going to work out for anyone. Right. Exactly. And so that's why I think if you have taken the time to actually vision what yeah. you want that job to look like, it makes it easier to take a more objective look at opportunities that come your way to see if they are going to be a good fit or not. Because, yeah, if somebody came to me and said, we're going to need you to be behind the bar six nights a week, <laughs> I know that's not going to work for me. No. And I know that even if, you know, a year down the road, I might be able to start planning events or doing something like that. I'm going to be miserable yeah. in the meantime. And like, no offense to anybody if no. I'm ever behind the bar when you come no. in. I don't hate that you're there. I hate the idea of having to talk to whoever comes in because I'm a huge, I'm a huge control <laughs> freak. And so being behind the bar, I can't control who's coming in and out of the door, when you're going to leave, <laughs> if, you're gonna, gonna if you're going to pull out the BJCB guidelines and flag me down to tell me what's wrong with my beer, oh um, actually things that have happened. <laughs> so definitely take the time to write down the kind of job that you want, ask people. Um, I mean, I think I speak for Rachel and myself both. I get asked all the time about BJCP stuff, Cicerone stuff, brewing stuff, job stuff. Oh, How yeah. do I get into this? Or this is what I'm interested in. And, you know, we had an employee start recently at Pilot that I met because she came to one of my beer education classes. Mm -hmm. And she's and I talked to her for a long time. And she really passionate about it she was working part-time at a beer bar to get experience and I you know I said you know go here's a resource here's a resource here's a resource join this club come back here talk to us and now she she works yeah. a pilot and part yeah. of that is because she, she showed up yeah she said just, I'm passionate about this I want to learn more and she wasn't ever saying can I have a job can yeah I have a job can how I much do you pay 
Yeah. <laughs> right. And but it was just when we yeah. needed somebody, everybody was like, well, she yeah, made herself known. Yeah. She she made herself Right. And I don't even know if she was like active. I don't think she was even I don't actively think, looking. No, she wasn't. We were just like, "Hey, we need someone part-time. How about Eugenia?" Right. right. And we I went and found her and I was like, "Please say yes." She goes, "Oh, that's a given." <laughs> right. Exactly. And so She's that's, so great. That's the kind of thing that you can do and not not get discouraged by it, you know, because I know that there were times when like I would get ready to go to work some mornings and sit in my car and be like, put your car in reverse. (laughs) You reverse out of the driveway and you drive down the road and I could get that far and I would get to the end of my road and just sit there and I'd have to say, turn on your blinker, (laughs) turn left, don't turn into traffic and get yourself in a car accident because you would rather do that than go to work, (laughs) you know, and then go. And it was, it was like that days on days. I was like, okay, I've got to get out of this. Um, but if you're, you know, if you're getting involved and showing your interest, then when somebody hears of an opportunity, oh, hey, you know, I know Jen's looking. I know that she does. She's I've seen her pouring here or, you know, I, I know I've seen her at our homebrew club meetings. And I've, I've had several people reach out to me at one point or another say, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a job. I'm you know, this is kind of what I'm interested in. And if I don't know of anything right then, when I do know of something. Oh, yeah. I've done I'll, that, too. I, yeah. I send them mm-hmm. a quick message and say, hey, I know you said you were looking for a new brewing job and you weren't really tied to location. This brewery up in Asheville is hiring for a head brewer. Yeah. And here's the contact information. And that was um, that was actually a specific example. And it was another friend on Facebook had posted, hey, I know this brewery is looking for a job. And I thought, oh, I remember that she said she was looking for a job. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, let people know and and show up and show that you're you are passionate about it and that you are, you know, you're you're actually I don't I, I don't want to say passionate again, but like you are you are serious about getting into the yeah. industry and you understand what that means. Yeah. And, uh, you know, before we sign off today, speaking of new jobs, <laughs> just tell them, Jen. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I say it like that. It's just me being in, you know, the five stages of grief. Right. Um, but she, Jen got a very awesome, awesome opportunity. I'm very happy for her. I am. Just don't want her to know that yet. Right. If you all have seen or even if you haven't, just look up the um, the gif of Michael Scott from The Office going, no, yeah. God, no, <laughs> why? Like That was Rachel's reaction when I told her that um, – <laughs> I had accepted a new full-time position. So by the time, actually the same day this episode comes out, I will be starting my first day of work as the beer program coordinator with New Realm Brewing in Atlanta, which also means that I will be moving to Atlanta. (sighs) (laughs) Relocating. I don't know why she can't do it on like a line or something. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, this is like I... I walked the walk. I had been, somebody had asked me recently what what kind of job would come along that would make you consider leaving your own job. And I said it would be a beer education job. But yep. I'm not. Well, that's what you said you wanted when you right. made your list. Right. And I don't, you know, I'm not, like we've talked about, I am not from a science background. Uh, so I'm not going to get a 
more than likely wouldn't get a job in like a university fermentation sciences because I'm, I'm, I'm sure not you're not gonna be a professor right of fermentation. And, yeah. right and I'm not I, I you know same thing I thought through well when I say beer education what do I mean what do I mean by that? And I don't mean being in front of a classroom and be like, all right, today class, your reading is <laughs> this. Um, and so, you know, I said it would be beer education where I could be training people, where I could be um, really just teaching people in the beer industry about beer. Yeah. I mean, it goes over a long, this is a really incredible job. It, it is. is. It's for it's New Realm the bone, the Brewing. <laughs> who is the head brewer is Mitch Steele. So that's cool. You get to go work with Mitch Steele every day. And beer education is going from, you know, this is beer education for all the employees that work at the brewery. Correct. So this is sensory analysis. This is maybe service and for the bartenders, I would imagine. And, you know, just a lot of off-flavor training. Right. We say not fermentation science, but yes, fermentation science on a brewer's standpoint, on a basic level of what to look for in a microscope, stuff right, like that. Exactly. I, I would imagine. I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't write this job description. <laughs> I have nothing. I haven't even heard it. I'm just making all this up. But that's what they most breweries mean when they say, you know, beer education. It's for their staff. Right. It, it might be for the customers, too. They might have some yeah, customer classes they want to do. and um, A lot with that respect, I think, is going to be more of a train-the-trainer. So not only teaching the staff, particularly the front of house staff, um, they would like to start getting people moving through this this, um, Cicerone program. Yeah. And so kind of developing a plan for that, but also teaching the front of house other people just about beer. And like you said, like, what does it mean when there's a beer dirty glass? Yeah. What a dirty draft lines? What what does a beer out of dirty draft line taste like? Um, And even... Okay, well, when we say noble hops on the menu, yeah. here's what noble hops means. So when the customer asks, you can explain that to them. Yeah. And make sure that just like a pilot, the the servers are very educated and can speak well and informatively and accurately about the beer that New Realm is making. And, you know, make a food pairing suggestion with it. And recognize when, again, like if it's a dirty glass, to take it back and say, we can't serve this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just describe the beer to the customer. Um, I will also be developing their tour program. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I've been thinking nice. a lot about tour, kind of tour stuff, um, because it's. I was just having a conversation the other day with somebody where I don't really go on brewery tours yeah. anymore because I get it. Like, I, I know. Yeah. I know how it, it works. It depends on the brewery. If I'm, exactly. like, at, you know, for Hagee, in Belgium, I'm going. I'm going on the brewery right. tour. Oh, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, I'm I'm at, Pantheon, if yeah, I'm, I'm at, at like, they're gonna let me. If I'm at like OMB, I'm not going. Right. I don't really care. Right. I mean, they've got a <laughs> they've got a beautiful brew house. I mean, to it's be cool. Sure, but I just don't need to see all the short like. Right. There's well, no, like recently, I was in Boston and did a tour of the Sam Adams R and D facility. I actually have been there. Right, so cool. I, I'm, I'm. That's different. Really it's a little bit more history. Exactly. It's a little bit different. Exactly. It's, like, it's a different kind of brewery. There's some see. breweries where I'm like, yeah, I'm going, and, you know, but there's others I'm just like, whatever. Right. I feel you. Right, and so that was one of the things that I, you know, I was talking about is if I just go to your run of the mill brewery, I don't. Me personally, I'm not going to go on the tour. That's that's totally fine, and that's you know, there's still a lot of values for that. Like beer has four ingredients. This is a mash ton. Like that's most, I think most consumers, that's 
what they want. But then, sure. you know, things like I've been on like the beer, I think it's the beer geek, geek tour at Sierra Nevada and those river that's three hours long. Yeah. And they let you just like get into stuff Yeah, and they walk you around and give you all of this detail. Like that's, there's a wide range of tours out there that I think apply to a wide range of people. Uh, so that's another part of what I'll be doing as that's well awesome. as helping develop that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It is. Yeah. It's, Whatever. It's At least new realm pilot brewing collaboration. <laughs> We'll give it some time. <laughs> I make no promises. We'll no, give it I'm some kidding. time. I'll be um, like, Mitch, you <laughs> took her. Now you must brew with me. Right. We'll brew at your place. Sell it at yeah. my place. No, 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 no. We should brew at a pilot. We'll brew at a pilot. That's better. Yeah. It's you have to bring Mitch. The, the, you and Mitch. The pilot system at New Realm is bigger than pilot's yeah. big system. <laughs> sure it is. Not by much, but... Um, That's okay. When I worked at Left Hand, I make more beer in one day than I do in a whole year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get it. But yeah, definitely, uh, this is the first time that I've left jobs that I was actually really sad to leave. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sad enough to ugly cry on a video <laughs> conference in front of 10 people. Um that wasn't pilot. That was that no. That's not us. Rachel. We, we only have like, like five people. Yeah. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Let me get these ten strangers to stare at you um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> while you just openly weep <laughs> as you're trying to talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really excited about it, and uh, we'll definitely still be doing the podcast. Yeah. So that's you know your your parents love you very much, and <laughs> they're still going to make. <laughs> We're still going to be um, doing the podcast. I'm going to come down every single week, and you're going to fuck. You're going to regret this so much. <laughs> you're like, should have stayed in Charlotte. Yeah, See like Rachel security. way more now. Yeah, you don't have any. <laughs> you, you don't have any time to come down I don't. there every week. I know. <laughs> I'm not it's a bad bluff. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, but yeah, you can still um, see us. You know, you'll see me around. And Is she still here for another month? Well, yeah. By the time this airs, no, you'll yeah. be gone. So long, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you love it. Thank you. You better love it. I mean, <laughs> shoot. I think I, I will. It's, your you husband's going to kill you if you don't. Right. It's it's funny yeah. because when I saw the job, I was like, man, this looks exactly like what I was talking about. And it was like being infatuated with a job description. Yeah. Because I kept opening it on my phone yeah. to read over it. And kept just it. like, oh, man. It's like getting that text from that crush you know, right. just keep looking at it. Right, exactly. What and, do I do? And, you know, I, I felt the same way with the the job with the Guild as well. Like, I just kept looking at it. And when you see something that you're like, okay, this is what I want to do and this is my skill set, like it's it can be scary. It's intimidating. Oh, yeah. And oh, Especially was, when you're like, well, I have to move, sell my house, move to Atlanta, right. get my husband on board. Right, <laughs> right. And that was... You know, when I started with the Guild and I was going through the interview process, one of my friends said something about, are you nervous about, you know, this last job interview? And I was like, no, I'm more nervous about the fact they're going to give me the job. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will be finishing up my first day of work or actually, I guess, starting my first day of work when you guys hear this. Um, so I guess to me, good vibes. Yep. Good vibes. <laughs> Woo. It's right. going to be awesome. Yes. No, it's going to be great. You're going to love it. Everyone's going to love you. You're going to have so much fun. You're going to drink <laughs> such good beer. 
You'll never have to work an overnight shift, which is awesome. <laughs> that's, that's what being a brewer's right. like, everyone. Yeah. You want to be a brewer? <laughs> right. 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. <laughs> eight days a week. Uh, but yeah, so I think we're, we're probably ready to wrap up. But if you guys, you know, have any questions related to this, feel free to email us at ballsbottomgirls at gmail.com. And, you know, we can get a discussion started on our Facebook page, uh, Balls Bottom Girls, um, or even yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, if you Instagram. have any questions... Like keep on, you know, unless, you, it's okay. It's, it's okay it's, to Instagram us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless yeah. it's about a job. Yeah, it's okay for you guys listening yeah. now to to ask uh, us to how ask to us get questions. a job, right? Except at Pilot, <laughs> because that would just email right. me at info if you're trying to get a job. Yeah, Pilot. exactly. Don't and, <laughs> yeah, and don't ask me anything about. But email. don't do that because <laughs> I'm not hiring. <laughs> I'm not. I don't care what who you are, unless you're Jen or Razia. I've got nothing for you. Okay, well, on that note, thank you, everyone, for listening. And you can find us on, I think, pretty much now anywhere that you can find podcasts. Anywhere. Turn on the TV. (laughs) Open a book. Right behind you. (laughs) Don't turn around. (laughs) The podcast is coming from inside the house. (laughs) Nobody thinks we're this funny, I bet you. No. I asked my husband if if he listened. He was like, yeah, some of it. I just get kind of bored. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't want to listen to you bitch about beer. I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, we got like, what, 20 followers? So I don't know. Something like that. We're, yeah, man, we're, we're going. Doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. We're going to do it. So um, now for real, though, I think okay, we should, so we should uh, go. We're getting a little yeah. silly. So um, thank you again, everyone, for listening. And please, you know, reach out if you have any questions or um, I was about to say concerns, but I don't I don't or want comments, to comments, but it. nice comments only. Right. Okay. We are only seeking sick of fans. I will delete your negative comments. Block you forever. <laughs> I do not care. Okay, for real though. Oh, sorry. Time, it's like a bad phone call. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm pressing stop. Okay. This has been False Bottom Girls. And we make the Bruin world go round. <laughs> <laughs>